Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats, internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker, and author, but most importantly, human, on a journey just like you are. And together, we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential, and bet on yourself so you can uplevel your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today's conversation is a juicy one because we'll be talking about just how we're going to go about the rest of the year. I know 2021 is like not that far around the corner, but that doesn't mean we get to give up on 2020. We still have so much more time left in the year to do epic things. And today I am joined by my dear friend and four-time elite, 11-star diamond beach body coach. She is in the top 0.1% of the company, which is epic. And not to mention, she also somehow along those lines while she was building this epic business, managed to achieve and accomplish her doctorate of pharmacy, Virginia Scroggins. Welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for asking me to hop on here today. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had to bring you on. And for those of you that have been listening to the podcast regularly, you heard Jimmy Scroggins come on, which is Virginia's husband. And he's the one who, yes, ran across the state in the summer heat. It was crazy. But I noticed when I was interviewing Jimmy, I was like, why haven't I brought Virginia on the podcast yet? I mean, she is so epic. She's such an amazing human being, but she's also built an incredible business in um, this company called Beachbody, which if those of you aren't familiar, Virginia, do you want to talk a little bit about Beachbody and and what your day-to-day life is like as a coach? Yeah, for sure. So Beachbody is a multi-level marketing company. I'm sure you guys have maybe heard of Insanity or P90X or you know who Sean T is or Tony Horton. So these are all the workout programs that we promote as coaches. So as a coach, I basically get to be the person that introduces people to the workout programs, to the meal plans, to the supplements. And I get to be the best hype girl I can is what I like to call myself. I'm the person in the middle cheering people on and setting them up for success, giving them all the tools for success. So it's my full-time job now, which is crazy. Um, I built this business while I was in pharmacy school and I did that for three years. So it was kind of for me in the beginning, just something fun because I played college volleyball for three years and I missed being a part of a team so much because once I 
pharmacy school, I was done playing sports. And I know you can probably relate to this too, Candy. You played sports in college. And I started playing sports when I was like four years old. So when I was done playing sports, it was really weird. And I was still Mm -hmm. going to the gym, trying to stay in shape, but it's just so different from when you're a part of a team, you have to show up to a practice, you have to show up to lift weights and you have all these awesome individuals around you. So I was just at a weird place in my life and I wanted to feel better in my own skin. I had gained about 15 pounds just Mm -hmm. from not knowing what to do with nutrition and not being as active and not really knowing what to do for a workout program. And randomly on Facebook, I saw a before and after photo is a girl who did insanity. And I was like, wow, I look like the before photo in this. (laughs) And I want to look like the after. So I reached out to the girl on Facebook and she's like, join our online challenge group. I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but I'm down. I'm down for whatever, because at that point I was just struggling on my own. So I signed up, I started, it was called T25 by Sean T, 25 minute workout program, five days a week. And I lost like 15 pounds in one month. And I was like, what? I've been trying to do this for literally two years on my own. Yeah. What, what made all the difference? And it was 100% being a part of this little Facebook group, which may sound silly, but to me, that was the missing piece of the puzzle. I just didn't have accountability or support. And it's a lot easier to fall off track when you're doing something by yourself, right? You're like, I'm going to commit to this program and you don't tell anyone. It's easy for the next day to be like, I don't feel like it. I'm just not going to do it. Versus if you've told somebody about it, they're going to be like, Hey, didn't you say you're doing this program? It's just crazy how that peer to support can help you stick to your goals. So that's kind of where I started with it. And now I've been doing this for seven years, graduated from pharmacy school in 2016, moved out to Arizona. That's kind of when we met. Yeah. And yeah, so I've been full-time coaching for the last four years now. Yeah, that's so epic. And I remember you talking about this. Didn't you win one of those challenges? Like you won like a cash incentive for the challenge? Yeah, they have a Beachbody challenge is what it's called. So every year they have two winners that actually win $100,000. But Mm. along the way to that journey, you get picked as the monthly winner. So I was a monthly winner and I won $500 for losing 15 pounds. And there's a significant change in my body for sure. And yeah, it was was awesome to win $500 while I was in pharmacy school. I didn't have very much money. So I was so excited about that. Yeah, so amazing. And when you started coaching as like sort of a a side hustle, did you ever see that this would be your full time gig? Or did you did you have that like, I'm committed to making this full time? Or was it like, Oh, this is kind of like, you know, this is going to be my side thing? What, What was your thought process like? Man, it's hard to even remember. I just know that it brought me so much joy. So I spent the time doing it because it was fun and rewarding, getting to earn income, doing something that I genuinely love to do. So I don't even know what I thought in the beginning. I just think I thought, you know what, I'm going to go as hard as I can see where this goes type of thing. Cause I didn't really know. I had seen other people though, um, their income progressions and what they were able to achieve in the company. And I thought, you know what, 
why not me? Why not go all in and see if I could do it too? And I feel like when I really made the shift was when I went to one of the first conferences, it's called Coach Summit. And I saw people standing on stage and they were a part of the Millionaires Club. So people who had earned a million dollars with this company. And I looked at them and I thought, these are all regular people. Why not me? Like, why not go for it? And I think that's really when I made the shift. Like, I could really do this, but I never... I never really knew if I would do it full time because I was in pharmacy school and that's a six year program. So I wasn't sure if I was going to do pharmacy or if I was going to do coaching. But when the time came, I decided just to run with coaching. And I'm thankful that I made that decision, but it was hard because it's very unconventional. Right. Totally. And you go to school and you work so hard for this one thing. I know for me that that's what it was. It was like, wow, I, I, went to college all to, you know, work in this one industry and suddenly getting there, realizing, hey, actually, that's probably not where I'm going to be the rest of my life. And how epic that you, you know, you started building it and you just found so much joy in it. I think that's what I tell everyone, especially on this podcast is like, go where your heart is on fire, like go where you find excitement, even if you're working at the time. And I think this is a beautiful story of that because so many people tell me, well, my full-time job takes a lot out of me and all of that. I don't really have time to build a side hustle, but I built this whole company. I built this whole business while I was working, literally. So if anything, I want you guys to, you know, listening this, listening to this to take away is that yes, it's possible and you can do it. And one of the things, Virginia, you talk about on your page, I've seen you share about coaching and people who want to become a coach. You're not one of those people that's like, no, this is awesome. This is the easiest thing you'll ever do. You're like, hey, you guys, yes, it's so much fun. And yes, it brings me so much joy. And you're building a business and it's hard work. And so this is not that easy road that you're looking for. If that's you, that this is not for you. So can you talk a little bit about, man, your journey and like, what are some of the things that you've really had to overcome in building your business? I know in juggling school had to be a huge thing right? And what, what else for you? Yeah. I love that you said that. That makes me so happy that that's what you're taking away when I'm sharing on social media. So that just made me so happy that you just said that. Um, but I would say you just have to make sacrifices. Um, for me, I was in my doctorate program, so I felt like I had the college experience the first three years and I was going out and partying and being with friends, being super social. And I feel like once I was in pharmacy school, I made the decision to go all in with pharmacy. Obviously, that was my number one priority while I was in school. But then I I gave up some of my social life, to be completely honest. And Mm. it wasn't hard for me, though, because I was having (laughs) so much fun and I felt so much better, right? Like binge drinking on the weekends versus sitting down to work your business, working out, meal prepping feeling good, taking my dog for hikes. Like it was a completely different lifestyle, but I was happy to make that change. And I feel like coaching helped me transform into the person that I wanted to become. Like, I think I always wanted to be that type of person. It's just hard when you're younger, 
you know, 20 to 23, you're kind of finding yourself, finding what group of people you want to be a part of. And sometimes I know for me, sometimes people would look at people if they weren't going out and drinking, like you're weird. Why don't you do that? And I think I just got to the place where I don't care if people think I'm weird. I just want to feel good inside and out genuinely. And so it was, it was an easy adjustment for me, but I will say I had to wake up a little bit earlier to get in a workout then and stay up later working on my business. Or I remember during rotations at the pharmacy, if I went to the bathroom, I was sneaking in like five to 10 minutes of work in the bathroom on my lunch break. I was mingling. I would go to my car and sit down and send messages and work on social media for like 30 minutes or however long I had for a lunch break. Um, so I think it was just all of those small things that really helped me be able to see success. And some people aren't as committed, but for me, it was, it wasn't super hard because I loved it. I was obsessed yeah. with it almost, which I, I know obsessed can sound like a bad word sometimes, but if it's yeah. something that is bringing you joy and something that is good for your life, I don't think it's a bad thing. So right. that, that was kind of my journey. Um, one thing I will say though, I know a lot of people now definitely struggle with that balance to find time to fit this into their life. But, and I think it's harder even now with more social media. And one thing I tell my coaches that are building from the beginning is set timers and schedule stuff into your day. If you really want to make it happen, you have to schedule it into your day. Otherwise it's not going to happen. So I have a lot of coaches, a couple of them are pharmacists. And so they work 12 hour days. So they're getting up at 3am, 3.30am and they're doing their workout, doing their work for their business. And then they go to their, their job, which sounds intense, but they want to build this business to make it their full-time job. So they know that it will be worth it. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought this up and, and you're not sugarcoating it in any way. You're, you're really showing people that yes, it actually takes something. And I think that's a thing that people think even with building any business, but also building a multi-level marketing business like that is something that, you know, takes time and it takes effort and it takes you showing up. And one of the things that I really love about you, Virginia, is that you you are so consistent with your social media and I'm trying to get a piece of that. Cause it, like, we just talked about it on the podcast. You guys, I took a week off completely and I've, you know, have these urges every so often to completely go incognito. Like where's candy? I don't know, somewhere in Bali, but what, <laughs> what is your motivation to just keep showing up on social media? You've really rocked it on those platforms. I have to say, and I know you teach your coaches and other people how to really kind of get out of their own way and really show up to their businesses in that way. What kind of tips do you have? Cause this, a, a lot of the listeners on this podcast are entrepreneurial women. They're women who are, you know, building businesses or doing, you know, epic things. And I'm sure they're going to need this advice. Yeah, for sure. So I heard something when I first started and it just really stuck with me. So think about somebody who's open, opening just a regular business they have to go show up to that job every morning, 8 a.m., open the door and stay at their business and work their business. So for us on social media, it's the same thing. Your social media is your storefront. 
And that just stuck with me. This is my job. I have to show up every day to work and I have to show my face and show that I'm showing up for work. So it's no different than anybody else that is a nurse or working at a retail store or working at Dutch Bros or wherever, they have to go show up to work. And that's what we have to do on social media as well. I don't know why people think it's different, um, but I do think it's good to take breaks sometimes because I know sh- social media can be a lot. So I don't think it's a bad thing that you took a week off. That's amazing. And I think I need to set aside more time to, you know, one day a week. I think it is important to just get off social media and be present and go outside and just live your life because a lot of people can get stuck into the social media world. And that's, it's just such a highlight reel and you can start comparing yourself to all these other people and you forget about your own life and your own real relationship. So it is, it is important to have that balance. Um, But yeah, you just have to show up. And I know for me, the people that have joined me, they look up to me. So it's great accountability for me because I know they're watching me and learning from me. So I, expected to be a leader I'm expected to pave the road for us and everyone's kind of following my lead so I think that's definitely helped me be super consistent because I know people are watching me and learning from me yeah wow that's so powerful and I'm sure so many of you listening are taking away and just like super inspired at this point so Virginia and I were talking about how yes we're coming up on the end of the year but no that doesn't mean we get to just close out of everything, get ready. Well, of course, we're going to be getting ready for Halloween and all the fun stuff and fall has to offer. But, you know, there's there's this kind of idea that, well, the end, it's almost the end of the year. So the year is basically over. So 2021 is going to be my year. Like why we already, we already said 2020 was going to be the year. So what's something that you're doing Virginia to stay motivated. I know we talked about possibly doing this 75 hard challenge. What is, so can you really like thoroughly explain this challenge to me? Cause I've heard about it before, but I haven't really like fully dove into it. Okay. So I haven't fully dove into it either. I've seen a couple people post about it yesterday. I was with a friend and she's doing it right now. So she was kind of explaining it to me. I downloaded the app. There's an app that's $5. And basically you're committing to 75 days straight of two workouts that are 45 minutes. One has to be outside. You're sticking to a nutrition program. You're reading 10 pages of personal development and it has to be reading. It can't be a podcast. You have to physically be reading. Um, and I think that's pretty much all the, the outline is. So yeah, I've been tossing around the idea of doing it. I always am committed to a workout program, but for me, usually my workouts are 30 minutes to 45 minutes and it's just one, usually just one. So it would definitely be challenging to commit to two a day, but I will say a lot of people, the second workout sometimes is just a 45 minute walk, which I think everyone could benefit from just being outside and walking for 45 minutes, just being outside in the fresh air. So I don't know, I'm tossing it around the idea. I know you're kind of thinking about it too, but 
whether you do 75 hard or not, I think it's just important to not just throw in the towel for the end of the year, commit to some type of movement, whether that's yoga or going to a class or going for walks, just some type of movement for the rest of the year, listening to podcasts or reading personal development. I think that those are all great things to do, whether it's 75 hard or not, just don't throw in the towel for the rest of the year. You still have a couple months left and just make the best of it. This year has been crazy. So you might as well make the best couple months. So should we do this 75 hard challenge? You guys DM us on Instagram. Let us know. I think I'm in. I think, I think why not? You know, at this point, uh, I kind of already read that much personal development, but you said it can't be a podcast. So I'm like, dang, well, I listened to audible. It can't be audible. Oh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, was there anything about water? I have it here. Oh yeah. Yeah. It says read 10 pages, nonfiction, audio books do not count. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. And Dang. then drink one gallon of water a day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew there was water in there. That, that one's going to be tough for me. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Water is like, I just drink it when I need to kind of, you know, <laughs> it's, I'd have to think about it I drink water all the time I don't know if it's a gallon and then the other thing is no alcohol or cheat meal oh I could do no alcohol oh I already do no alcohol so that one's easy for me but cheat meals that one's gonna be tough that's what it said cheat meals yeah take a progress pick every day oh okay interesting I kind of like that because then you'd have 75 photos to see how much it could really change your body too yeah I'm sure it'll be so much progress yeah so let us know you guys dm us on instagram we'll put in we'll put those links in the show notes Uh, Virginia the last thing I want to have you share with everyone is I know it's 2020 so many people are being innovative now that they kind of have to be with their work uh, you know, starting new businesses, getting involved in things like Beachbody or other, you know, companies that they're just wanting to try something new. What advice do you have for people who are like, man, I really want to try this, but maybe they're in their own way. Maybe they're like, hmm, maybe what if it fails? They're kind of knocking themselves down before they even start. What would you say to them? Just do it. Because if you never try, you'll never know if you could have been successful at it or not. So just go for it. Whatever is pulling at your heart, whatever you are thinking about or considering, just go for it, but go all the way in. Don't tiptoe. Don't dabble. I need you to commit and go all in. And I've just been talking to my husband about this because I'm trying to convince him to start his podcast, hopefully. And I'm like, let's just go for it. Like go all in and just see what happens. You never know. Something beautiful could come from it. And I just always think about, you know, I had to make the decision to say yes to coaching. I I had no idea it was going to lead to being a full-time job, being able to make more than I, I would have as a pharmacist. Like that just blows my mind now, but it all goes back to that decision to say yes and just to go for it and give it everything that I had. So whatever you are thinking about, dreaming about, go for it, go all in, reach out to other people who have done it or done something similar for advice and just commit to it and see what happens. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Just go for it. You guys like what's the worst that can happen? Literally. I always ask myself that even if everything I've built were to fail right now today, I would not be the same person that I was when I started. And I think that's the ultimate lesson in all of it is like, do it for the journey and do it for the fun and follow your excitement. And Virginia, you're such a beautiful example of that. So thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can people stay up to date with you and get all the info about coaching if they want to step up into this? Yes. Come hang out with me on Instagram. That's my favorite platform. My name is at Virginia underscore Scroggins, S-C-R-O-G-G-I-N-S. You'll find me. Mm, Check it out, you guys. And we'll drop it in the show notes as well. And again, Virginia, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's always so much fun chatting with you and just like really catching up and just showing how, you know, we really, this really is possible. And I think for those of you that don't know this, I, I don't think I mentioned it. I've known Virginia for some years now and I've gotten to see her journey throughout this coaching career and it's been amazing to see her really build this from literally like zero to 100 like it's been so epic and it really just shows that nothing is going to come to you overnight yeah 100 percent. and I will say when I started you guys I didn't even have Instagram I literally started at ground zero and built everything. So even if you have 50 followers, 100 followers, and you're like, no one's going to want to do this, just start, just start and commit to it. So thank you so, so much, Candy, for having me on. I feel like I'm motivated and excited to finish the year strong now. So I hope that you guys got that from this too. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite Words of a Warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.